Hi, and welcome to episode 27 of Life with Catherine. Today is December 19th, 2016, and this episode is called Sea People, William Shakespeare, and Commuting. You can hear my allergies. (laughs) My cold is over, but I'm still working through these allergies. My mom went through it too. She had the brutal allergies between spring and winter, like during spring and winter. Just for some reason, I'm working on it. So bear with me with my super-duper voice. It's funny how you can hear something as a kid and you just take it as fact. It becomes rote without any actual belief or facts behind it. My grandma was very superstitious on my mom's side. She was very superstitious. To the point, she would stop you when you were stirring a pot on the stove and say, Child, stir with the sun. She explained to me and my cousins and my sisters, if you stir in the direction of the sun, in the sun's root, the mixture will be harmonious. But if you do the opposite, you intend to turn the person's stomach. Especially your future husband or love interest. Um, Okay, Grandma. (laughs) One time visiting her house as a child, she told me that when you get a glass of water, you must also pour a tiny drop back into the sink. One for the sea people, she would say. That stuck in my head, mine and my cousins, to the point where, as teenagers, we'd just say it under our breath, one for the sea people, as we spilled a little water back into the sink. It never (laughs) occurred to me until later on I was in my... I get late teenager years or early 20s and I would just say it under my breath and people like guests or visitors would go, uh, what did you say? And like, um, nothing, never mind. <laughs> and even now, it I have to literally stop myself from saying it, but it's still in my head. It's funny how things you're exposed to as a kid, they can stick so strongly to the point you don't even question it. I obviously don't believe in sea people. It's just something that we did uh, or just learned. It was so ingrained in me. Yeah, I still have to stop myself to purposely not do it. Oh, families, they're so entertaining and they build character. Oh, my nose. Ah. Hold on, I'm going to pause and blow my nose. Ah, the joys of allergies. I'm going to switch gears now. Oh, you know, there's there's tons of those things that my grandma would do. I could only think of two right now. I'll ask my cousins when I see them. So switching gears now. A few days ago, I watched the Shakespeare documentary on Netflix called Shakespeare the Legacy. And it was from 2016. I was so delighted to find that the host and narrator was John Nettles. A.K.A. DCI Tom Barnaby from Midsummer Murders, the British show, which I absolutely love, and my aunts watch it. It's like a family thing. I was so surprised to found how little I knew about Shakespeare. His dad was a food and drink tester and had many other odd jobs before becoming the mayor of Stratford, England. Did you know that William Shakespeare was married with kids? How did I not know that? He had a wife and kids. It never even occurred to me. That's so funny. There's no documentation uh, about how he met his wife or his early married years. 
the guy who wrote what's known as the greatest love story of all time. We have no idea how he met his wife <laughs> or anything about them as a married couple. He married Anne Hathaway at he was 18 years old and she was 26. Sorry about that. I had to zip out for a few minutes. So let's continue. I was just saying that he married Anne Hathaway at 18 and she was 26. He had three kids. Shakespeare had kids? It's just strange to me how I've never known that. One of which, um, one of his kids died from the plague, or it's rumored that it was the plague, at 11 years of age. And uh, the other kids were twins. Shakespeare himself had two older sisters and three younger brothers. It's rumored that when he was new newly married um, in early adulthood, he became a school teacher before moving to the London to London, and the rest is history from there. It was a fascinating documentary. Two thumbs up from me. I thought it was really great knowledge, and who doesn't love John Nettles? It was really cool. Now to talk about me. I am over my cold. As you can tell, I'm still working on my allergies, which means I get a lot of sinus pain and um, my ears get a little bit uh, sore. Uh, this is what I sound like on, I'm taking Reactin. I have a medicated nose spray, um, so one of the Flonase or whatever it is. And um, I also flush my nose with a asthma medicine. It doesn't, it's just topical. It doesn't get absorbed into my system, but it basically forces open your nostrils to clear everything out so that when you do the nose spray, and this is what I sound like on all those things. And I'm also drinking ginger with uh, lemon in it. And uh, yeah, it's just so annoying. My mom used to have this all the time too. And I sniffle a lot, but I'm just trying to get through it and get my system stronger and yeah this is me on all the meds so clearly I need to get off of it all and try something different but uh, just for right now it's the week before Christmas <sighs> so uh, fitness has been hard but I will I will get to it sorry for the snivels I'm working on it I'm actually on holidays right now I took the last two weeks off before Christmas and wow was that ever good timing <laughs> There has been snow dumped in the lower mainland. That's kind of Vancouver and the cities that surround it. Um, we have had so much snow dumped in the last, regularly for the last, I guess, three weeks. And usually I think we get a week or a week and a half but uh, at a time. But now it's just thumping down. So it's okay. It's cool. I just don't have snow tires. So I have to watch where I drive and make sure that the roads are clear before I tr set out on anything. Otherwise, we just go for walks and stuff. Um, I heard on the news that the, this morning's commute today was a complete gong show. <laughs> the snow stopped a whole bunch of buses and the Sky trains were like the start. The buses barely could even leave their uh, starting point. Forget about the ones that did. They barely made it and would have to stop and pull over and just kind of be stranded during uh, the morning rush hour. 
Also, uh, at one of the SkyTrain stations, the police shot and, I believe, killed someone at one of the SkyTrain stations. Apparently, this person was waving around a machete during rush hour <laughs> with all the people in the crowd. So, these are strange times we live in. <laughs> Not only was the train delayed because of snow, there was extra volume of people. And that police incident shut down one of the stations and it was just a gong show, apparently. As a regular commuter in the city, it's uh, into the city, it's rare that anything surprises me anymore. Mostly, you know, it's the kindness that I see that surprises me once in a while. Um, one time on my commute a few years ago, there was a guy on the SkyTrain uh, across the other side of the car, and he, um, a young guy, he was looking at me and, like, looking at me, like, really looking at me. And uh, I was like, interesting. So I smiled at him, like, just nice person. And he lifted up his shirt, and in the waistband of his jeans was a gun. So that was super uh, not exciting, not interesting, and, like, completely not what I wanted. <laughs> and then put the shirt back down, was like, sup? And I was like, whoa. So obviously I dealt with that. And, um, yeah, it was just a strange thing. So it takes, what I'm saying is, it takes a lot to surprise me on a, the SkyTrain or the bus commute. <laughs> I'm busily working behind the scenes for 2017. Uh, I really want to do like a live podcast. I haven't tried that yet. I'm also going to look into the tech so you can download these episodes instead of only streaming so it'll come into your phone or your uh, apps whenever you want rather than having to go and look for it, like uh, using Libsyn or WordPress. I'm working on that. Right now, I'm uh, just chilling out. I have my cat, Kate, next to me. I'm having a really hard time with my allergies. Sorry. It's hard to concentrate and hard to breathe. But I'll get to it. Um, I guess lately, I've kind of wanted, I've been feeling like a bu creating a bucket list. Even though I don't really think I need a bucket list per se. I don't know, I guess when you have a, I've heard that when you have a, a parent who has a long-term illness, that's one of the natural things, is you feel very mortal. You feel very uh, human and fragile for a bit. And I guess I'm feeling that and I just, uh, I haven't traveled enough. I haven't seen certain things that I want to see. I barely traveled at all. There's an entire world I still need to see. I, I need to meet a whole bunch of new people. There's so many people I haven't met yet. So uh, I guess it's normal and natural and I'm just taking care of myself and all that. But I just feel like there's certain things I still want to do, which is a good thing. That's a nice, happy, healthy thing. But I just, I wonder... You know, legacies are not the right word. I just, I want, it's not really on my mind lately to create something for myself for my own future rather than working for someone else for my whole life. I really want to create something of my own. So I have to, of course, having no attention span and all that, it's not exactly the best thing for me, but I just, I don't know. I feel like I want to do more. I want to... Uh, make sure that I take the time every day to work towards what I want rather than 
only on January 1st creating something for myself or thinking about something only on January 1st. I want to make sure that I'm focusing on my long-term goal. Yeah, so it's just been... I've had a lot of reflection lately and trying to figure out what it is I want to do with my time and with myself, with my future. Where do I want to be five years from now? Where do I want to be 10 years from now? And uh, I can't say commuting is something I want to be doing for the rest of my life. It's a long trip in, hour and a half each way. (laughs) And uh, in the summer, it's a little bit shorter, but in the winter, it's really hard. And, you know, I just fill my time with podcasts and create an adventure out of it you know I don't have a problem with that but 10 years from now five years from now three years from now is that what I want to be doing or do I want to be coming closer to this side of the bridge or so I'm just trying to think what I want and where I want to be and I know I romanticize everything that's part of who I am as a as a romantic at heart you know it's like oh I want to work in a bookstore near home. I also want to work this place. I also want to try this, like things I've never done. Uh, Like I I also want to, I don't know, whatever it is. I also want to help the homeless. I want to do all these things. And, you know, it's, it's nice to have big dreams, but you have to make some of them happen and work hard for them. I don't know. I just want to see what else is, what else is out there for me. Uh, as part of my path and my journey. I'm, I'm really excited to see what in the world, uh, there's just so much life to live, so much stuff to do. It's kind of exciting and beautiful and lovely. And I just, I want to make sure that I do everything I want. And thankfully we live in a really great country where you can do things like that. And the world is your oyster, if you want to call it that. And I just kind of want to, want to know what my long path is. What am I going to be doing 10 years from now? I know a lot of people have that answer. I don't have that answer. I just know I don't want to be late all the time. I don't want to be an hour and a half early and I'm already running behind. With having an hour and a half commute, it's like I don't want to already be running behind all the time for the next 10 years. So I got to figure out what it is and communicate properly and see what other opportunities are in my company and things like that. Because there's lots of opportunities there. I don't know. I just feel like I, I better start thinking about those things. So thank you for listening. And I'm such a rambler right now. And it's partly my allergies. I just can't think straight. <laughs> so thankfully, this chunk of time is where I'm not at work and people have to listen to me sniffle all day. <laughs> So it's been a really nice holiday. I've got lots of time with Alyssa. and It's been really special. We had her birthday. And yeah. So anyways, thank you for listening. And uh, my mind is still blown that Shakespeare was a dad. <laughs> Shakespeare was a dad. How did I not know that? Anyways, it's still blowing my mind. Okay. Thanks for listening. Bye. And now for a musical treat, I'm just going to end with a couple songs that I uh, recorded a little while ago for Christmas. Christmas May 
your heart's been light And from now on our troubles will be out of sight Have yourself a merry little Christmas the Yuletide gay And from now on Our troubles will be miles away And here we are As in olden days Happy golden days Of you friends who are dear to us gather near to us once more through the years we all will be together if the fates allow and hang a shining star upon the highest bough and have yourself a merry little Christmas golden days of yore and faithful friends who are dear to us gather near to us once more through the years we all will be together the feet's alive and hang a shining star upon the highest bough and have yourself a merry little Christmas
Oh, the weather outside is frightful, but the fire is so delightful. And since we have no place to go, let it snow, let it snow, let it snow. It doesn't show signs of stopping, and I bought some corn for popping. The lights are turned way down low. Let it snow, let it snow, let it snow. When we finally kiss goodnight, how I'll hate going out in the storm. But if you really hold me tight, all the way home I'll be warm. The fire is slowly dying, and my dear, we're still goodbye. But as long as you love me so, let it snow, let it snow, let it snow. Walking in a winter wonderland 
walking in a winter wonderland. We're walking in a winter wonderland. In a winter wonderland. Chestnuts roasting on an open fire and Jack Frost nipping at your nose and Yuletide carols being sung by a choir and folks dressed up like Eskimos everybody knows a turkey head, some mistletoe. They help to make the season bright. And tiny tots with their eyes all aglow will find it hard to sleep tonight. They know that. Many times, many ways. 